Hi, it's Lisa again, half of the dynamic duo of Julie and Lisa from Two Sober Chicks, and this is my shot glass of recovery for today. So, one of the things that I haven't yet talked about uh, was an episode uh, which led to a huge upheaval and change in my life that happened in February of 2021. It was the uh, beginning of my first week of my final classroom phase of my training for this new promotion uh, at my job. And uh, as you know, I've, I've been doing this re-education and training program. It's taken a year. It's broken down into two halves. Um, what I didn't reveal was that it was for a, a 911 operator and dispatch position within the police service. So the first half focuses all on call taking and there's um, an in-classroom uh, portion and then on the job training for several weeks where you're with a coach officer and then you're let loose on the world and you answer 911 calls until there was enough of us who had passed for the second phase to go into the dispatch classroom portion, which happened in February. Um, an extremely stressful year. Uh, wondering, you know, would I make it? Would I make it to the next phase? Would I pass this phase? Um, on top of that, the daily stresses of working for 911, especially during COVID, when things seemed to get even crazier and people were um, stressed out and, uh, you know, not at their best. Um, so it was an interesting and challenging year. Um, during that time, uh, I also had to go back to school for the first time in 30 years, um, something that was um, very frightening for me. So it filled me with a lot of fear, which I had to keep turning over and giving to God, giving to my higher power, and just doing the next right thing and doing my best, focusing on those little things that we do each and every day. You know, what's the next right step? Well, you know, I give up certain things. I don't do this. I don't do that. All I do is study. I go to work. I eat. I sleep. Uh, I even threw out exercise, which probably wasn't the smartest thing, um, but I, I studied, and I studied hard, and I proved to myself that um, I'm no dumbo. <laughs> I couldn't believe that I just didn't know how to study, so I also had to learn how I learn. You know, they were asking you, how do you learn? Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I had to learn that and then apply it, all while competing with university-level people, who have, you know, this is their first job ever, and they already know how to learn, and studying for them seems to come easy. Uh, so it was a stressful time. So back in February, I was in the second half of my classroom portion of training, um, and we had uh, lost our dog, Eddie, uh, a year ago, just after I started this whole process, and I'd really wanted to get another puppy, um, but it wasn't the right time, so we decided to wait. Well, just before I went into class, my wife um, was looking on all these sites and she'd found some puppies and she really decided that she wanted to get a puppy. And I said, are you sure? Cause then you're going to have to do most of the, you know, taking care of and training, uh, for the next, you know, nine weeks and well, 15 weeks actually, while I'm in my final phase of training. And, uh, she assured me that she was, she went home, she went out one day, came back with a puppy and it was adorable and sweet. And I instantly fell in love. And, um, 10 days later, um, my wife had a mental health breakdown while I was in school one day and I came home to no wife and no puppy. She had taken the puppy back against my, my knowledge and my will. She had told me that she was struggling and, um, I had asked her to go and seek help. 
Uh, and uh, instead she decided that the way through her anxiety was to get rid of the thing that she thought was causing her anxiety. Um, the puppy's safe. The puppy went back to uh, its breeder, and the breeder actually said, oh, thank God, she had decided that she didn't really want to give that one puppy up. It was a pretty awesome special puppy. Um, and this forced me to, um, you know, have to look at my not um, having boundaries in certain areas of my life with my with my wife and where she was concerned. So uh, I set some boundaries. I said, you need to um, get help. Uh, and this is affecting me. And I, I just can't live like this anymore. Um, and I hadn't said that to her before. Uh, so she did get some help, and the interesting thing is, is that a year before, one of my complaints was that my wife had fallen off the map when it came to AA and the program, and she wasn't working a program. Uh, me having a boundary and enforcing it for myself, saying this is what I can uh, accept and what I can't, um, I guess put her in the situation where she had to make a choice, and the choice was stay with Lisa uh, or uh, stay with Lisa and get help or leave and continue to do things the way she had been choosing to do them. Uh, so she thankfully, um, she left for a time and, uh, she went and got some help, uh, both professionally from psychologists and uh, a therapist and she got a new sponsor and she started to do work and she has gone through a miraculous change in behavior. Um, it has been incredible. And um, sometimes I look at my life and I think maybe that's the reason why this had to happen so that we could have a stronger, uh, more fulfilling and cohesive relationship uh, instead of, you know, one-sided. One of the things my sponsor and I talked about is sometimes in a relationship, you know, we all talk about how relationships are 50-50, but the truth of the matter is, is that um, sometimes they're 80-20. Sometimes my 50% is 80% and her 50% is 20% and vice versa. There are times when I'm not at my best and I need some extra help and she picks up the slack. And I think that's the truth and the reality about relationships, whether you're in the program or not, is that we have this delusion that it's a 50-50 split and that it's going to be equal all the time. And then we feel bitter and resentful when it's not. But that's not life. That's not fact. That's fantasy. Um, anyway, that's how I see it. That's how I look at it. And uh, there is a happy ending. Um, we are going through, uh, through her uh, training with her therapist and her sponsor, we're going through the phase of um, getting a new puppy. Now that I am done my training phase, and uh, I have more time on my hands, and I'll be able to be the primary caregiver for the puppy, to take some of the stress off her and she's working through her anxiety issues. Um, so uh, I will keep you posted on the arrival of the new puppy. Maybe Julie will post some pictures on Instagram once we get it. Again, I've gone over time. I thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on this journey called life and our journey of recovery as we travel together the happy road of destiny. I'm Lisa and this has been my shot glass of recovery.